DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Come on in. We've been expecting you. Welcome back, draft heads to the Key Pass Collective, otherwise known as the KPC. Uh, a little nickname that it, I'm assuming at least 15 to 30 people uh, definitely use from time to time. Uh, so definitely well-known nickname, KPC. Welcome back. My name is Joe Williams. I'll be your host here for this particular episode. We are back once again with all of the vital info that you're going to need for this draft Premier League fantasy game ahead of the mother of all double game weeks, which just so happens to take place at the end of the season when some of you are starting playoffs Others of you are pushing for the title in your leagues. Others of you are trying to sustain your lead on the top of the table. Uh, There's a lot going on. Some of you in larger leagues, um, some of the online leagues like the Genie League, uh, might even be trying to stave off relegation. So this is a big one. This is a big one to say the least. Uh, So we've got all the information you need today. We're going to talk it through, try to get you some of uh, the best advice and and analysis that we possibly can for this game week 36. Um, Of course, the the Key Pass Collective KPC, as mentioned, is the audio companion to the Draft Society website. Uh, Visit the Draft Society. If you haven't, you you definitely need to. It's going to help you dominate your league. Uh, Basically, we've got your ranks, your stats, your articles, everything else you could possibly need insider benefits if you're willing to part with five American per month, uh, player projections, rest of season rankings, fixture difficulty trackers, set piece taker trackers, ghost point tracker, plus an article by none other than Ryan Barnes, confidential trade advice form that nobody will see in your league. It's all there. Check it out. Um, We believe it's it's good value. So yeah, that's uh, all over on the Draft Society. Check it out. Um, It's uh, it's happening. A lot going down there. Plus, we just made uh, two new hires, if you will, which is super exciting uh, to announce. We've uh, brought on board Robbie, a uh, team of Karas on Twitter, and of course, Gavin Wright as well. And uh, we just want to welcome them. We're super excited to have them on the team. Hopefully get them on the pod here, uh, I don't know, within a couple of months for sure. But um, regardless, look out for some of their, their writing. It's going to be coming out, uh, even actually potentially today. We have uh, an article coming out by none other than Robbie. So that's pretty cool. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, bring in. It is an all-American pod again here today. So let's check in with Ryan and see how he's doing. Ryan, uh, I just looked at the calendar. It looks like, I mean, I don't know about your flight, but mine leaves tomorrow for Lisbon. Mine does too. (laughs) Hey, Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, about 30 hours. Yeah. Chicken. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we all just got our negative PCR tests. Oh, um, it's so good. We are we are ready to go. It's the Antonio Banderas gift where he like bites his knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it really is. Yeah, times 
times times a fifty. It, exactly. Um, and I know I, I sorry, I know I know I usually play uh Proud to be an American for us. Yeah, I figured you wouldn't be given well, circumstances. Well, I have something else for you. So there you go. Is, is that a cheeky emo fado? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely track? it's definitely fado. I don't know if how emo it is. Although from what I understand, all fado is fairly uh, emo. yeah yeah yeah. It's supposed to be very <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point of it, right? <laughs> yeah, very dreary. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I love it. I'm, I mean, as a as a kid who basically worshipped emo music in high school, I'm all in on anything that <laughs> celebrates those feelings big uh <laughs> big jimmy eat world guy oh or? don't even get me started yeah <laughs> absolutely saw them in concert actually oh well <laughs> classic but yeah so in, instead of the american uh the american atrocity that is <laughs> proud to be an american we've got some photo music in honor of draftapalooza in lisbon yep. in two days very fitting. I love it. So excited. Anything else going on with you? <sighs> no, just trying to trying to wrap stuff up um, in the run up to to draft a Palooza. But yeah, it's uh, all in at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. There's a lot going on. It's it's kind of cool. I mean, especially like this week, bringing in those new guys into draft society. I mean, it's just it's a pretty cool time. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very excited to have those two guys it was um it was a tough uh tough choice because like we said in the um announcement we got so many fantastic um resumes and applications oh, from yeah just a, a myriad of, of really qualified and and uh excellent excellent folks in the draft community so um yeah it was tough to narrow it down but yeah happy well. happy with our choice and like we said we're we're still uh we're still going to be adding some folks that's probably in the summer mm-hmm. um i believe so yeah if you if you weren't selected don't uh don't necessarily uh give up hope get your get your name out there and you know keep uh keep at it yeah yeah and i mean that that's that's a good reminder that um actually drafter thoughts brought up in, in one of our our chats that we have multiple going on i think this was the slack um but he basically you know said that um uh, that you know, like some of the some of the folks who who applied, it's like everything looks great. It's just like we've not we haven't see, we're not able to really see like your work. So one of the things to do would be to hop on board, you know, maybe like one of the existing blogs or start your own blog or start kind of like Twitter threads where you can kind of showcase your your work, whether it's graphs or whether it's um, blogging or whether it's player analysis or transfer analysis or any of these things, just to sort of build up um, a body of work. Uh, and, you know, not to say that, like, Draft Society is the be-all, end-all by any means. You know, you, you can work for a number of, of different places, whether it's, um, you know, NBC has, like, Roto. And uh, even, like, Sports Illustrated has Never Manage Alone, which is dedicated to, to FPL and Draft. So, there, there's a lot of places that you can write. Um, and, obviously, this Draft community is going to lap it up. Whatever you put out, I mean, like, everything is appreciated. People love it. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so that's kind of final thought on that. But yeah, um, certainly we're going to be bringing on on more people. At least that's the plan. And um, so, yeah, keep your ear to the ground because it's, it's not over. Um, all right. Well, people are here to hear about Game Week 36. Let's let's talk about it, Ryan. Um, so, of let's. course, we, yeah, well, it's uh, <laughs> it's not not complicated. Uh, so <laughs> has, has there ever been a straightforward game week <laughs> in like the last two years? It's, that's true. That's true. Since since the outbreak, my God. Okay. Um. So let let me really quickly run through the team the the teams who have doubles. Uh, Villa, Leicester, Everton, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, Wolves, Watford, Norwich, Leeds. Let's start here, Ryan. What are your top three? DGW teams if you had if you could play like anybody from those teams and what are your bottom three um the tricky part about this is um I'll I'll do it in in tranches so obviously if you have the better assets from the two top teams in the league that just have both happened to have doubles sure Liverpool and City are, are, you know, goes without saying that uh, you really want to have have those assets, but obviously you're not going to be able to obtain any of them, uh, most likely. So, and then you have Leicester, who on paper have by far the best DGW with Everton and Norwich mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. but given their European escapades and and the existence of Braj, means that very rarely are you going to be able to find. Um, anybody that can that that'll play both, right? And given the fact that they're going to field a, a weakened side for likely the first, maybe probably just against Everton, mm-hmm. um, means that do you really even want to start that person to begin with? Mm. Um, so normally I'd say Leicester, but given those circumstances, they go fall further down the trough. So who's left? Um, Watford is interesting. Yep, decent, decent matchups. Palace and Everton. Some of their most of their assets are are gettable. Um, Arsenal, I like to leads at home, and then North London derbies are up in the air. Yeah, but they're Chelsea always up as for well. It. Yeah, for the most yeah, part, right? Not, not too fearful of that. It's not yeah. going to deter me from anybody. Um. Chelsea's interesting, but kind of only similar to Leicester in the sense that there's uh, just a few that'll that'll start both. Although yep. it, I think there'll be more that start both uh, on Chelsea than than Leicester. Um, I love Villa, not the second part because obviously it's Liverpool, but I love Villa just because you get two DGWs mm. in a row, and you won't have to you won't have to get a train. Um, get somebody else on the wire next week. You get kind of a twofer. Um, plus, good call. the Burnley one's great. Um, and you know, Stevie G played Liverpool pretty pretty tight last time, if I recall. Yeah, maybe one or two. Um, so if you think in defenders, then you get the aerial extravaganza that is playing against Burnley and the potential clean sheet. And then you probably get a, a few counting stats versus Liverpool. Um, no cleany, of course, but. I don't think it's going to be a four or five goal mauling, so it shouldn't be too bad. You get a, a few points bonus in the second one, so I don't I don't hate uh, Villa's DGW. Yeah, plus Palace um, in there. You didn't mention, but yeah, Palace is the other. The yeah, other. Burnley twice and then Palace. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's her 37 Palace and right, 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 right. Both at home. Um, yeah, it's crazy that they uh, that they play Burnley uh, twice in the span of, of uh, two weeks. I think. Yeah. Um, and I was actually, if you remember, that I had tickets for the that postponed game. That um, oh yeah, in December. That was <laughs> that's right. We were we were at the pub, um, and it was like an hour and a half before kickoff, and uh, we saw on Twitter that it was postponed um, before the rest of the the natives oh no and uh so yeah it was just like a ticking time bomb and then like people started to like slowly domino effect find out that it was postponed and there was quite a quite a ruckus but um so so you as an american didn't just stand up and say oi (laughs) listen you fucking yeah (laughs) oi the the match (laughs) is postponed you should all go home and then just get your (laughs) ass kicked right there no i didn't i just slowly sipped my pint and uh, <laughs> kept that to myself waited for the fireworks we actually befriended some uh some burnley fans at the pub that were very nice um that's cool okay here here is okay here's the an alternative take uh burnley is incredibly hungry and mm-hmm. may be desperate by 37 and so crystal palace an ascendant crystal palace or you know has the capability to be let's say Burnley, who might be desperate, and then ending with Man City in 38. I mean, anything can happen, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> on paper, you gotta you got to go with those odds. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> plus, they play a lot better at home. Um, so, yeah, you, you got to like both of those. Um, and, yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe Everton bottle it and Burnley basically have it secured by... Yeah. By the time they they see Villa, but either way, they're still not that great. Where you know they're hungry, but it doesn't mean they're gonna necessarily do something. So, right, Burnley don't know how to Definitely. be on the beach either. I I can't picture any of them in a swimsuit. <laughs> exactly. So it's yeah, yeah. maybe Tarks. He's got a good build. <laughs> I just mean like it. It doesn't seem like their natural habitat. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're. Yeah, <laughs> literally, they, they belong in more like in that movie, The Northman. They just belong. <laughs> Some yeah, somewhere like pit. north of the wall in, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just men of the earth. Night walkers. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, city city assets are tempting. Liverpool assets are tempting. Um, you mentioned Everton. You know, their second DGW in 37 is, Tasty. yeah, Brentford and Crystal Palace. And they play so much better at home. Yeah, they're uh, both at home. What's giving me pause about? I know that folks are are um, shouting out Everton defenders for this week, but pff, man, it, it, away they're a different squad, um, and even a week in Leicester. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it, but I'm not as um, bullish about it. I think as as other folks, um, so I'm probably going to stay away. Other than other than Pickford, okay, because he'll still get the saves. <clears throat> All right, are there teams if, that go ahead? I was just going to say maybe the like the Holgate and the Yuri Minas give me a give me pause. Mm, sure. I mean, yeah, especially because there has been strangely some rotation in that backline as well, which has been kind of strange. Yeah, you would you would think that Michael Keane would be nailed on, but he's really not anymore, right. so. And a lot of people are yeah. saying that And then that, Mina's made a glass, so. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, so that's I'm yeah, that's, stay away, but that's interesting. I did bring Mikalenko in in one league. Um, yeah, that's that's fair. He seems to have nailed down that that role, and he uh, he's been scoring decently. So I don't I don't hate that. Yeah, decent ghost points actually, surprisingly. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, as far as oh man, as far as Everton assets go, I think they're popular right now in terms of adding them uh, to rosters. But I mean, because they're available, right? That that's that's the reason. Um, people look at Leicester assets and they've been added for weeks because they've had a couple doubles already. And then people sort of just held for the most part. Um, and then Aston Villa, you know, if you were canny, we told you to start picking them up three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Uh, and so people have been doing that. Uh, so guys like Mings are gone. Um, you know, obviously, Digne was dropped by a lot of people and he, he's been added basically everywhere at this point. So uh, you, Dude, that frenzy... Oh, I mean, I remember. Yeah. I was I was checking for I was checking for Buendia right when I um right when I woke up and um I like was refreshing um their Twitter page as quickly as I could and I was scanning for Buendia, I didn't see him, and then like out of the corner of my eye I saw Dinia and I was like, holy shit! And like, <laughs> rushed to my waiver wire and I, like, picked him up super quick. Oh uh, yeah, I uh I missed a few other targets just because I was solely focused on picking up Dinia, but I was like, man, no, that's that's out fine. of the blue. I don't know how they kept that was like, you know, Fort Knox. They Insane. did not have any leaks or anything. Well, because it was like, oh, broken bone. Um, yeah, oh, broken collarbone. Yeah, and then suddenly, like, pictures of training, and it was just like, it didn't all add up. It was very strange. Of course, you kept us yeah, abreast he, of the whole thing. I did, yes. I was keeping <laughs> keeping a close watch. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I saw the IG post where he was, like, lifting shit, and I was like, well, that doesn't look like a broken collarbone, but, you know, <laughs> um, still the press conference says he's he's he might come back, but not until, like, maybe the last week. Plus... I didn't see anything about training. No nothing and then he starts the next game but i mean okay let's go back to your theory and i think it's been proven now it's been proven at this point when players feature in team social media in the week leading up it's it's almost always an indication that they're gonna play or or at least that they're like nearing full fitness Mm -hmm. so i mean i yeah i've been keeping an eye out because it more often than not, it's played out to be true. Seriously, yeah. Honestly, it's kind of crazy. I've I've only I've only found like a maybe a handful of instances in which somebody has uh, has featured in the social media in the run up and and didn't end up starting. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. It's it's yeah, an interesting it's, phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, because it, it makes it makes perfect sense, right? Right? Why are you going to hype up a player that you know is not going to play, right? Uh, unless circumstances change. So, um, okay. So tell me, tell me your your least favorite, like for this week. Who are you? I mean, last or like last um, last priority. Like you bring them in if you have to, but but you're not really looking for it, or just guys you're not willing to touch. Um, I don't like wolves. Um pains me to say it but they've one been completely out of sorts and two have such a bad dgw um it really chelsea and man city um i just yeah i don't like none of their assets are firing the defenders are not going to keep a clean sheet in either of these um we talked we talked offline about about netto i'm just kind of 
I'm weary about starting him given his fitness issues. Um, I mean, if he starts, if he plays 50 minutes against Chelsea and then doesn't start against City, or even if he does, um, I just don't see him scrounging up more than maybe like eight, eight and a half um, yeah, over two I'm, legs. And I there's just I'm better options. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd love, I love holding him and I'm, I'm going to, and unless I have an emergency and need the room. Um, I love holding him for, for Norwich next, next week, but I just don't like this DGW for him or, or really anybody else, um, from wolves. So I think that one is, uh, is a mirage. Um, other than the, the studs at Tottenham, I mean, Liverpool away and, and Arsenal, it's, it's not mm, the best. Yeah. Um, what about somebody like a Hoybier? hope to get like 12, 15, total yeah i mean i was i've been kind of contemplating maybe someone like Betancourt. like the yeah as we've talked about ad nauseum the the cdms are great for these types of dgws as as a as a mid four mid five that yeah. you know are nailed on you're gonna play both and will likely get you at least seven so you're you're banking on a 13 to 15 point uh, dgw performance which which you can't really um ask for much more so that that opens up space for for folks like that. I mean, you're obviously starting the front three, like you're, clearly. Yeah, yeah um, no, of course. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, I I would like. I'm even, not hyped like, about like Eric Dyer. No, uh, Davies not Davies, excited about yeah. it. Ses- even Sessignon not excited about it. Although he's a mid, isn't he? No, I. Yeah, but I mean, even worse, they. He just doesn't score well. I don't. Yeah, I don't like playing him at all. Yeah. And Royale, and probably probably not. I mean, Romero, maybe, if you're in a pinch. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind Romero. He's actually ghosted decently right. um, of late. And he'll, be, he'll, he'll have plenty to do versus Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and you know Liverpool. I mean, it's funny because like, it, it seems like they're a very direct team. But, I mean, think about how many times Trent and Robbo cross the ball. Yeah, he'll have plenty exactly. of opportunities for aerials. <laughs> plenty. That's right. Um, so yeah. So yeah. The um, the Watford one intrigues me. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're they're basically relegated. Don't have much to play for, but they have some sneaky good assets um, like João Pedro, Emran Luza, um, Hassan Kamara. That mm-hmm. in a pinch can can score pretty well um, for sure I'd, even even though they have decent matchups against palace and everton they're i'm very unlikely to keep a clean sheet in either but <laughs> i think there's enough ghosties to go around um to make them enticing if i knew Zhao pedro was going to start both of those I'd oh be, it'd be very interesting. nailed on yeah absolutely i mean even if you can get um even if you could get a hundred and twenty minutes of Jao Pedro, you you would take it, right? Yeah. In those two I matches, wish the, I wish the Everton game was first. Um, yeah. Because then I could, and you see him starting versus Everton, you can bank on a fair amount of points from that one, and then anything against Palace is a bonus. But yeah, Palace away is a, a little tougher ask. It is. Um, yeah, and they've been in decent form. Um, yeah, I mean, but still. Joao Pedro has a way of of just picking up ghost points for doing almost nothing. Yeah, and so it's like time and been like, how do you have ten? Right. Yeah. So you might as well. I mean, especially if you're struggling, and a lot of us are. 
struggling to find forwards, um, you know, during this point of the year when it's been, it's, it's become clear that forwards actually are are pretty thin. Uh, He's, you could find a lot worse options uh, this double game week than Joao Pedro. Absolutely. Now, do you think Cucho comes in at all? Is he, is he fit at this point or I haven't Um, actually looked to see, because that would be the only thing that would potentially um, hinder JP. Yeah, I'm not sure about uh, Josh King throws a wrench into things too. Is he going to um, play though? I don't know if he's fit or well. He's been out of favor. He's been fit for a while. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like, obviously they haven't been doing well. So do does you know does Roy just say fuck it and throw yeah. him back into it? It's one of those things where like you obviously check the lineup for Palace and if you're feeling frisky, um, <laughs> take one of the forwards, one of these forwards that's starting, and yeah go for a ride <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> um yeah so i mean i don't know i i like I, I like a fair amount of of watford players actually this week which i haven't said for <laughs> quite some time now um yeah cucho I'd love to start samir just for the hell of it just for yeah advance really but i <laughs> cucho it says uh that he's ruled he's ruled out um no return date yet uh, this was April 15th, though. Uh, I'm mm. afraid the hamstring injury is a serious one. We won't be seeing him for a considerable period of time. Uh, okay. So I I like that for JP. Yeah, I wonder if... Um, I wonder what, what King will do. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. JP seems somewhat locked in based off of that. Um Unless Josh King slots in somehow. So. Right. But yeah, I think it's... Uh, let me check. That's one of the earlier ones, right? Like the Saturday... Saturday at lunchtime. 10. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, Although yeah. it won't be lunchtime for us. That's that's true. It'll be a late lunch. It'll be a right. pre-siesta type of meal. <laughs> pre-siesta. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it, they're they're worth picking up, and then if they don't start, it's an, it's an easy drop. Um, so yeah, I mean, Joao Pedro twenty eight percent rostered, King fifty percent still, surprisingly. Um, yeah, but he's um, he was rostered for a long time in both right. my leagues, and um, he still is in one. But he uh, he popped up on the wire. Um, I don't know when. I don't know if it was this week or or a few weeks ago. But he's available now. So yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Now, on the document you mentioned, Samir, you you really ready to get back into bed with him? <laughs> Not unless he wines and dines me first. <laughs> um. Negative seven against City, which of course, but <laughs> but even I mean, like aside from that, you know, um, two two goal concessions against Brentford and Burnley, five point seven five and seven point two five. But then, I mean, like aside from that. They gave up three to Leeds. He scored one point. They gave up two to Liverpool. He scored two and a half. They gave up four against Wolves, three against Arsenal, and he scored negative in both of those. I was, I was, yeah, I was being facetious. I don't, I don't necessarily like him. I would, I'd love to be in a league where I just don't have anything to play for and just, yeah, toss him out. Just try it. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't like him unless you absolutely have to, and I don't know under which circumstances you would absolutely <laughs> have to. Um, there, are, there are better options. Um, yeah, but, even the aforementioned Luza, like you said, 
Um, yeah, he's he's more of a reliable solid. Yeah, um, chance to get you thirteen, thirteen to fifteen. Yep, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Kamara, I had higher hopes for Kamara versus um, versus Burnley, but um, yeah, still. You gotta like him. I'm gonna trot him out. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't been in one league, and I'm I'm gonna do it. Um, for example, I mean, I know that. Um, well, he had a goal right uh, against City, but scored ten with uh, in a five-one loss. <laughs> um, still scored, yeah. still scored almost four against Brentford. Um, in a three-nil loss to Leeds, the aforementioned loss to Leeds, he scored six point two five. I mean, he's doing work out there. He, he's he's putting it all on the line, and he's he's a great player to watch. So I'm happy to cheer for him if I just for some reason have the game on. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't mind that at all. Um, I tried to get him in last week, um, and then throw him in on Burnley if I absolutely had to, but focus on the DGW. But I wasn't able to. So yeah, I don't mind him uh, trotting him out this week at all. Yeah. Um, let's go back to Everton quick. Yeah. So there's talk of Calvert Lewin uh, being healthy, potentially, which throws. Has he been though? Uh, well, he's been training, but he's not like just, up to full fitness. I just assumed that um, he was just out of favor, and they were nicking results without him. I mean, no, it was his first time on the bench. To... Okay. So let's see. Um, premier injuries, uh, of course, which you should always go to if you're curious about um, the status of certain players. Uh, they have him not even listed anymore. And of course, Richarlison had that cramp at the end of the last match. But I mean, he's always got some sort of ailment that has him on the ground. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got um, flare poisoning from yeah. the last game. Yeah. Just exactly. inhaled all those fumes. Right. Poor man. Ugh. It does people happen. Are, people are linking him to, to Arsenal, especially if they get relegated. And I'm just like... It'd be hard to watch. Fine player. I just... I can't stand him. I, I just, know. I don't want to have an excuse to root for that guy. His shithousery is like a next level. It's just... <sighs> it's like... You almost can't even like appreciate the deviousness of it because it's so annoying. I know it's so. Imagine playing against him. Like I can't fathom it. I would just want (laughs) to wring his neck. Um. Oh man. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. If I mean, if he starts the first one, obviously you're you're trotting him out. Now, um, Ryan, when's the last time that DCL scored a goal? Ooh, tricky. Um, I'm. I remember him coming on cameo. I'm probably going to be very extreme with this one. I'm going to say October. Okay. Um, that's fair. Yeah, that's fairly extreme. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll be... I remember him coming to him a cameo and like scoring relatively recently, but mm-hmm. in case that wasn't it, I wanted to... Relatively recently as in August 28th? No way. Yep. No. Yep. Since the injury. Mm-hmm. Jesus. He scored three in a row, his first three matches, and we yep. all thought, holy shit, he was this a steal in drafts. And then he got injured, and he hasn't scored since. Wow. And he's played considerable minutes. I mean, he just, yeah, he just hasn't. 
hasn't done anything. Hasn't yeah. scored in the Premier League since August. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, ju- I mean, like, what do you do if, if he's... Are, are you... It's a double game week. He's 84% <laughs> rostered. Like, you ha- you're you playing him, right? Oh, God. I got him for free in a league. <laughs> I just picked him up <laughs> off the waiver wire. As as one would yeah. for a striker <laughs> that hasn't scored in eight months. Right. I'd I'd prefer other options to be honest. It's one of those I can't blame people for dropping him and I can't blame people for picking him up. Yeah, I mean hope springs <laughs> eternal. Right. He's he's not for me. Um thankfully I've I've j i have just feel like there's so many other um better option i'd much i'd feel so much better with like a jao pedro yes i agree um, and that that says it all no that's a i i that's a gr- actually a great comparison and i i agree completely um yeah okay well gordo on the other hand ecstatic for the next two weeks now does he like, lose out if if no uh, dcl Frank comes dropping him. him now right no way i just i don't see that at all Okay, so that, that brings up an interesting conundrum, though. Who, because, who drops out? Right. Um, let's see here. He could he could do Richarlison and DCO up top, and then flanked by um by Gray and and Gordo, um, or Gray drops out. Yeah, I I I don't see. Gordo dropping out. He's the heart and soul of this team. I mean, Gray could potentially run as like a left. And it's even mid. better. It's even better for for Gordo owners, um, rosters, rather. If uh, if Gray does make way for uh, for DCL, because he that means he would have a monopoly over sets, and then he'd have somebody to cross to. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, I know a lot of people loading up on these on these assets. Like, like I would be really nervous if I had if I was one of the people who went in on a Wobi. That's that's a fair point. Um, I I've said all week to anybody who would listen um, that I prefer Ducore um, over a Wobi this week. Yeah, just because he's he's more nailed on. Um, and you kind of know what you're getting. And last game he did fairly well. Um, it could be an aberration because a lot of his scores recently have been terrible. But um, <laughs> I like I like trotting him out. Um, but the chances of him playing 180 are, are high. <laughs> yeah. So very. Yeah. Very yeah. Um, yeah. It depends on what you're into. So I mean, oh man, the Everton. I, I get it, and I get the excitement. I see the matchups too, but just just be careful. Guard your heart, as we always say. Um, yep. What about like Seamus Coleman? Um, not a not a huge fan. Uh, does he even play both? Um, I mean, he's the man's old now. Probably, but I'm just yeah. As I said, I'm not that excited on Everton defenders, and if I was, then Makelinko probably be the the pick of the bunch. Plus, I am, think I'm playing against him, so um, yeah, he should have a day. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, Coleman's one of those where if he's getting you a clean sheet, you're happy. If he's not, um, then unfortunately, you're probably in the sub five category. Um, maybe, maybe even negative. So yeah, just, they have yeah. every every possibility of going negative. <laughs> Love Gordon though. I, if I had him, I I would be ecstatic. Yeah, I'm I trot him out. Most leagues, I'm over the moon. Yeah, this these these are the the fixtures that we've been um, harping on for a better part of a month um, <laughs> in terms of in terms of getting him in and and reaping the dividends now. Yeah, yeah. Um, just wait. Were, just wait. Yeah, savvy enough to to get him in um in march now's your time all right um let's see so <laughs> let's let's discuss leads so there are <laughs> do we have to <laughs> i mean the net um anyway <laughs> there are plenty of people who are bringing in leads assets i mean i i brought in a, a couple myself across a couple leagues um but it's certainly a, a scary prospect, uh, Chelsea and Brighton. You know, I mean, when it comes to your attackers, your midfielders, that might be Arsenal, Chelsea. Oh, sorry, Arsenal, Arsenal Chelsea. Away, my bad. Chelsea Ars- yeah. yeah, Arsenal, Chelsea. That's right. That's right. Um, oh, yeah, I was looking at thirty-seven. My fault. Uh, yeah, Arsenal, mm-hmm. Chelsea, and then Brighton in thirty-seven. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, even, so even worse, uh, <laughs> Arsenal, Chelsea. And uh, as far as like attackers, midfielders may be okay in terms of like hoping for minimal ghost points. Defenders, I'm I'm nervous. I mean, are you playing Cooper even? I would play Cooper um, just because he's shown that he can ghost, but he didn't didn't make it against City. Um, got a um, warm up knock um so i don't even know if he's he's going to be ready to go um i hope he's not from an arsenal perspective mm. um he's so, so good i i would if he was healthy but given that he's not i would i would certainly have cover because that's a later game as well on sunday um so i wouldn't bank on it um but i haven't I haven't checked supposedly currently being assessed i don't have any there's no this was a may 1st update um where i think marsh said he had a weird feeling in his knee um nobody's really sure exactly what it is and he's gonna need a scan we're hopeful it's not a major issue so mm, i guess that could go either way i I haven't seen anything more recent wolverine like dinia so who knows right (laughs) so i mean yeah potentially um wait have we heard from uh have we heard from Marsh this week and his presser? I don't know if we have Just or not. Just talking about the net. Nothing specific. <laughs> That's all he talks about ever. Yeah. <laughs> talking about this spider web that right. it, his defense is putting together, but nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing actually. Like, have I told you about the usable. net? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I mean, most leads assets that you're going to want to start, which I mean, there's not many. Um, I'm talking mainly about uh, Rafinha here, but aside from and maybe Jack Harrison, but aside from that, you have guys like Phillips who are back. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's one of those center defensive mids you're talking about. Are you? Yeah. How do you feel about him? I don't mind it. Um, I picked him up in in one league, um, just mostly as cover. Um, I don't feel terrible about trotting him out. Um, I'm not over the moon, but. Yeah, he's certainly serviceable. Um, 
in this DGW who have who have a lot to do. Um, I was kind of watching him um, more closely than than usual. Just so I wanted to see if he, if you remember when um, they first came up uh, last season, he was on most of the sets. Uh, so I wanted to see if that was the case because with with an eye on this this DGW, but didn't look like he was he was on mini um so that kind of lessens his value but i think he what got like seven and a half last game so if you can get seven and a half times two that's that's not bad at all yeah absolutely um oh well he had seven against crystal palace and he had four against city which that's to be expected yeah so like seven's probably the the more average um score for him so yeah that's that's yeah that's in the ballpark um Rodrigo, Dan James. Dallas. Oh, Dallas is out. Uh, yeah, Dallas. I was just about to say Dallas is out, so that makes Click probably nailed on. Mm. I would assume, um, which makes him decent. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys that could get you six. Could get you. I mean, he has a lot of ones and twos though, too. Yeah, he has these random games where he ghosts a lot, and then he has very poor. He's more erratic than than someone like Philip. So. Mm. Yeah, it depends on your risk threshold. All right. Um, oh yeah, what about Rodrigo and James? I mean, sixty. Hold on, sixty-four percent for Rodrigo, thirty-seven percent for Dan James. Uh, Roster. Not. I wouldn't try that either, to be honest. Okay. Rodrigo has a, the better potential to get ghost points. Um, if you're in a hard spot, I, I would. Um, Rodrigo or Joel Pedro. Pedro. Okay, so that, that'll be our that'll be our basis for the for every forward that we're yeah, discussing yeah, yeah. today. <laughs> so and so versus Joe Pedro. All right, hold on. Uh, how about this? Let's talk, let's talk some single game week guys. Okay, do it. Joao Pedro or Zaha Ooh, man. against Watford. Ooh. Zaha just okay. Joao Pedro or um. Ivan Tony against Southampton. Pedro. Okay. Joao Pedro or Mikel Antonio (laughs) against Norwich. But how bad has he been? Joao Pedro. Ooh, that is such a tough call right there. Yeah, it really is. I I just think he'll he'll be knackered by... um, Europa League football too, on top of the lack of form. Sure. Um, so, I like I like a roll of the dice twice with with JP. Then, um, yeah, hoping that Antonio catches form. Mm. I'm playing against a team that has Antonio, so I'm intrigued as to whether or not he trots him out. So you're telling everyone else to play Antonio then? Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'll be yeah. I'll be releasing that uh, roster once it's it's okay. up. Okay, got a couple. Got stays. a couple more for you. Got a couple more for you. Okay. Um, Joao Pedro or Cristiano Ronaldo against Brighton. Oh, God, head or, or heart here? <laughs> you got to go head on this one. Joao Pedro. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Um, I don't know if there's any Burnley players necessarily you love against Villa. Um, I mean, maybe Vout, but I would go Pedro over Vout, I think, for sure, yeah, in this yeah. one. 
Um, Brighton forwards against United, probably not. God, Danny Welbeck's been playing ridiculously uh, well, and I don't like it at all. Another another player that my opponent has that. Oh Lord! Yeah. Okay, that's the true test right there. I mean, we've had this conversation many <laughs> times, but that's the true. If, if it's Welbeck, already been proven, I don't need any more data right. points. You're right. <laughs> but but if if Welbeck goes off, it's it's almost just like, okay, I get it, fantasy gods. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've you proven your point. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I think those are most of. I mean, unless you're not playing anybody from Southampton, are you against Brentford? No. Um, Not forwards, I mean. No, 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 no. Yeah. And then Newcastle against City. I mean, you'd... No. Yeah, they, they're... They're essentially droppable. Um, other than Burnley, the last game of the week, last game of the season. Um, yeah. Arsenal, then Burnley. But you never know how big a match that could be for Burnley. I mean, they... Ah, oh, that could that could be a tough one, especially defensively. Think about Burnley defensively. Yeah, it's just like I I have ASM and Jolens in one league, and I'm just like, mm, yeah. I, I want to be able to field ASM against Burnley, even if they have something to play for. ASM, a hundred percent. But you and I have been talking about dropping Joe Linton, and as much as yeah. it breaks our heart, like you know, it's almost like giving a your own child up for adoption, but. I'd say it's worse, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's close. Yeah, it, yeah, um, um, yeah. I I have I'm close. I I'm currently close. have the room, um, to hold him for for Burnley. Um, but if I don't during the game week, I'm I'm not going to feel terrible about yeah. dropping him. Um, so the only thing to think about, I think, in terms of you know these the single game week guys, we're talking about play him or not. You know, like. There's there's some guys obviously that you're going to start start your studs, but at the same time, um, if you're thinking about dropping any players, do keep in mind that Crystal Palace especially um, have a decent double game week uh, with Villa and Everton in 37, and that could be one that that potentially wins you a playoff matchup if you have somebody who's going to play both. So think about that before you go dropping, especially Palace guys who who are somewhat nailed. Yeah, I've um, I was close to dropping uh, um, as a last week, but I ended up uh, starting him. He played well, got me fifteen, um, and I'm not going to field him this week. But I definitely have an eye on that uh, DGW in thirty-seven, so I'm definitely going to hold. Um, and then think about sneakily over the weekend if it turns out if the lineups are, go my way. And um, I have the room to drop for uh, for a stash like Tyreek Mitchell um, mm. or uh, Joakim Anderson that's been dropped. Um, I'll I'll certainly go ahead and do that this this weekend. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's it's either either you stash him this weekend or probably you know fight it out or have to pay Fab if you have left um, next week because they're going to be primo on the wire um so yeah it's it's really up to up to how much room um you have but yeah that's that's the name of the game Mm. all right um real quick let's talk city 
Uh, they obviously just played a pretty ridiculous uh, match against God. Madrid. Unbelievable. Pep, I mean, I honestly, at this point, Pep must have a curse on him by like some witch, like ancient witch. Dude, or warlock. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because um, earlier I found... <laughs> I found an old tweet um, from Yaya Toure's agent. Um, let me pull that up. What? Yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, man. All right, while you're doing that. So my point yeah, is... Yeah, I found it. Okay. Uh, Pep Guardiola will never win uh, Champions League again because African shamans won't allow it. To what? Yaya Toure's agent. <laughs> this was like... During the whole um, birthday cake uh, saga. So no. I'm starting to believe it more and more. I had no idea this was a thing. And now I'm completely yeah. on board. Yeah. I 100% believe this. Yeah. Don't mess with shamans, man. Wow. Okay. It wasn't a witch or a warlock. It's a shaman. Got it. No, it was a shaman. Got it. All right. Yeah. Do your homework, man. <laughs> um, my point is... They played. They played a particularly <laughs> grueling and and long match with extra time. Um, so does that affect city lineups this week? Um, and the players you can even get on the waiver wire, like they probably don't play too, right? Like, I mean, guys. I mean, even if guys like Walker come back in or Stones come back in, Pep's not going to risk them three days apart. Yeah, not not if they're having holding a knock or just coming back from a knock like Stones or Walker. So I don't think either of them will. But they do have the potential of starting one. Yeah. So that puts into jeopardy yours and Chinkos, your Akes, even if they start the one. Mm. So I feel more confident um, if I have like a Diash. Uh, I think he'll start both. Yeah. I think. I think he's the rock at the back, and you definitely need to to see out the Premier League now. So that's your that's your true only priority. Oh, and it's so tasty. Like we we were talking earlier about some of these city guys. Um, I brought up particularly Mares, but like when you look at Newcastle at home and Wolves away, which you know you mentioned the the form that Wolves are in. Like even if certain city players don't, let's take Grealish. Um, doesn't start against Newcastle. Are you still starting him? Ooh, that's a tricky one. Um, probably not someone like Grealish. Okay, just because he hasn't had the upside of obviously a, a KDB or a or a Mahrez. So, like, are you really going to risk it? Um, for six to eight points. Um. Mm in the second leg if he doesn't start the first but you would obviously for for someone else like a like a kdb or a or a mares or potentially even a foden or sterling but um Grealish, mm. okay all right so before you end that thought are but there... i do think i think that Grealish will start the first oh you okay but are there more yeah, guys be a moot point you mentioned de Bruyne, you mentioned um what you mentioned mares you mentioned foden are there more you mentioned sterling are there more guys that you would start off the bench in this city double game week? The only ones I would be tempted by. All right. So there's folks that I absolutely would. And there's folks I'd be tempted by KDB and Mahrez. 
absolutely would. Okay. Foden, Jesus. I think Sterling, Jesus starts. I'd be tempted. Others, I yeah, I'm not interested. In fact, you want to hear um you want to hear FF Scouts lineup so far? Um yeah, hit me. I don't know if this is with the presser or not. I don't think so. I think it comes later this week. Um, but they have Cancelo, Diaz, uh, Laporte, Ake, De Bruyne, Rodri, Gundogan, Mares, Sterling, Grealish. That sounds about right. I would be astounded if if Jesus didn't start. Did he play today? Yeah, he started today. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Got it. I did. I was not aware of that. But yeah, I could still see him starting. Right, with the form he's been in. Yeah, I mean, and Pep's one where I mean, if you, he'll he'll give you your shot, and if you prove yourself, he loves you for like three or four months straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what's happened with Jesus. He was frozen out for so long, right? Popped up, got the four goals, and he's been yeah ubiquitous in the lineup ever since. Right? And that's a and it had the same thing happened with Sterling um, a couple of years ago, and then he was frozen out uh, because his form was terrible, and he missed like he always does. Um, and then, and then suddenly he was like Pep's like favorite, favorite dude. And same thing with Silva this year. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. Okay. Today's starting lineup was Mares, Jesus, Foden, um, KDB, Rodri, Silva, Walker, Diaz, Laporte, Cancelo. Bernardo's an interesting one. If he doesn't start the first. Hmm. You know, I I would. I I still would for sure. Yeah, I think I would too, but I wouldn't feel great about it. Yeah. I don't feel great about a lot though. I, I mean, yeah, that's fair. And I also don't have a lot of city assets, so it's like it for me. This is talking completely in hypotheticals. Yeah, I I have Diaz, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> I'm perfectly. That's the risk tolerance that I can <laughs> I can tolerate. Next year, I would I I'm. I'm vying for Cancelo if I'm if I'm late in the first round. I'm 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 in. Yeah, I, th- I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. But I was like dead. To, I was kicking myself the last couple of drafts, and like this this one, I was like, I'm absolutely taking him in the third round. I don't care. And then JDP JWP dropped me there. And I was yeah. Just like, oh. <laughs> and I had to, yeah, I had to take him. Right. But yeah. Right. I, even even though JD JWP has been killing it. Yep. usual yep. if i take Cancelo there i probably am clear at this point mm-hmm. 14.5 points per game average and that's taking into account the ones that he might have subbed on even just for like a moment in time um yeah. that, that's on fan tracks that's so that's not points per start which we have on draft society which you should definitely check out under these yep. draft metrics jwp is a 12 but that's- oh Two point differences. Yep, is a lot. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no, for sure. Two points a game. That's huge. Um, yeah, for sure. All right, all right. Let's leave City behind. Um, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk Liverpool for a minute. For good. Right. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not just saying that as a Liverpool fan, but I, I am. So I'll be honest, though. I'm. I am excited not to have to play City um, in the final. And, and run the risk of losing not only the Premier League to them, but also the Champions League. I'm I'm very as, relieved. As a neutral, I really wanted to see, because I think they're the two best teams. I oh, think yeah. I think this Madrid team is meh. Um, 
I as a neutral, I wanted to see them play again because yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like some people don't like to see the same two teams play, but like those two, yeah. I mean, they're just at the top of their game, and I just it's oh. a treat every time you get to see them. Yeah, so they was, they put on a show. I was hoping for that um, in the final. I'm less excited about a Champions League final with Madrid, but rematch, baby. What can you do? Yeah, yeah. Salah's jacked about it. He's he he said. I bet. I he, bet he, he said he was so excited for the rematch. That 2018, yeah. I remember exactly yeah. where I was. Um, I remember that. I remember the whole thing. I do too, actually. <laughs> was um, it a German? Uh, was it a German bar here in DC? And nice. We got uh, some some of those big boots, those glasses. Oh hell yes! Boots. Yeah, it was pandemonium. I was uh, I was at the brewery that I worked at at the time. I wasn't working on this day because I had asked off, particularly because of this, and got a couple so. massive pizzas delivered and. Just drank a whole bunch of beer that was free because I worked there, which is the best kind of beer. And uh, and yeah, <laughs> drank my sorrows away, I'm sure, later on that <laughs> evening. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. So on Liverpool quick, um, are we due for any rotation from the Liverpool lads? It should should Liverpool um, should managers of Liverpool assets be be worried? Uh, I mean, we've been the only one that hasn't happened yet is the Robertson for Samikas yeah. swap, and I think it probably didn't. I think Klopp probably would have done it um, last week uh, versus Newcastle when he did it for for Trent. I think the only thing stopping him was probably this Samikas illness. Um, so. I'm intrigued by the prospect of him doing it this week. Um, so then you get him against Tottenham. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the only thing that's like leading to me to believe that like he'll just keep rolling with with Rabo. Yeah, I mean, if it was like if it was Watford at home, I I think he probably would. But given that it's it's Spurs, um, and they match up pretty well, I I think he'll probably won't risk it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that'd be the only one I'd, I'd uh, keep an eye on just because he swapped out Konate for um, Matip midweek in Champions League. So he's so Matip is probably nailed on. Um, Trent got the rest, like we said, last weekend with Gomez popping in. So I think the only possible one in the back four is um, is Samikas. But given the, the opposition, I, I don't see it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so all not it's going to be any streamers there. Yeah, sure. It, and it's and I was just going to say it's all basically moot because uh, even guys like Fabinho are seventy percent rostered. Um, Jordan Henderson seventy four percent rostered. Uh, so it's like it's only if they would do one of those really rare like big uh, shakeups that you would actually find anybody on the waiver wire uh, that you would you'd be able to add. And even uh, Simicus. What's, uh, what's Keita? Keita is he's pretty low actually he's 34 mm. and Gomez 35 he's... Keita started in, in the Champions League huh? I believe he yes yes he I want to say yeah he did yeah because I remember I people Thiago, talking about Fabinho and Keita yep I remember people talking about bringing Keita off at half because he didn't have a very good half um, but then Klopp stuck with him um, and was rewarded for it yeah I worry as a Mane rosterer, yeah, um, that he hasn't gotten a rest. But again, 
Scherzo didn't look that great, so you got to think that it's going to be Mane, Diaz, Salah. Um, but that would give me a little bit of pause. Even if Mane rests, though, you're going to get 30 or, you know, 20 or 30 against Tottenham and then probably... Definitely a start in the second A one. 90 um, against Villa or, or you know, or, or maybe 80, 80, 85, something like that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But... Yeah, yeah. Y- you have to. Yeah, I'd still start him, but I was just yeah, and he's, one of those things where you're just disappointed. He's turned his form around, hasn't he? Recently, in terms of like fantasy points. Oh uh, shit! I mean, no, he definitely really. has. It. Yeah, he's been zero point five guy. Minus zero um, point five against Everton. Minus yeah. one against Newcastle. Yeah, this new, um, not false nine, but, you know, tip of the spear Mane wow. is, doesn't ghost as well as left winger um, Mane. I mean, probably has a better chance of scoring goals and nicking returns, but doesn't ghost as well. So you're like, it, it's made him fairly goal dependent and I, I don't care for it, but <laughs> yeah. it's too late now. <laughs> to say the least. Um, cause against the two Mancunian squads, he had a goal back to back weeks, right? Um, and yeah, he had, yeah, no, he, he had, turned around his goal scoring for him, but right. the last two weeks have just been awful. He had thir- 13 and 19. Um, but then when he doesn't score and, and he came off at about 60 or 70 in both of the, the subsequent matches against Everton and Newcastle. Yeah. But probably saving him for, yellows. for champs. Yeah. So now you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to talk? You you mentioned that you thought there were more Chelsea assets that would play both. I'm curious about that. You more said, you said like more than Leicester, more three than or four, as opposed to like zero. <laughs> right. You said m- more Chelsea assets would would play du- doubles than Leicester assets would. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, all right. I think Alonso has a decent chance. I think Ruben Loftus Cheek has a decent chance. I think Mount has a decent chance. Um. Kovacic coming back throws a wrench into him versus Conte. Yeah. So I think they'll probably split. Um, Kai versus Lukaku will probably split. Uh, Werner, who knows? <laughs> Werner will James, come off who at like 60 for both of them if he does start. Yeah. It seems like Tiago Silva and probably Rudy might go both. Um, yeah, that's that's the equates had a mare last game, or else I'd say he has a decent chance. Um, Unlikely that James goes both, probably right. Probably not. It seems like he's still kind of being treated with kids' gloves. I I don't know quite. I mean, is he not back up to full fitness, or is, is like is Tuchel just afraid for? His fragility, it just seems like he's not being he's not being used often enough for the asset that he is, like the 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 talent and the, the threat that he brings. Yeah. No, I think he, he had a 
press conference where he basically said that yeah he's still kind of softly softly on okay um, on reese james i don't know if that was at the time and he was building up fitness and now he's fine but i would assume that they'll keep him you know relatively rested for uh that big cup final which is the only thing they have to play for now yeah i mean they got to keep top four yeah, I mean, I guess it's technically in play now, but it's still... Wolves leads Leicester Watford. <laughs> so, hopefully, yeah. I mean, you would think any team worth their salt's going to hopefully... Yeah, and Arsenal's three points behind. They would have to basically win out. Right, uh, right. I don't see that happening. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. They haven't been in great form, be so... amazing. Right. <laughs> somehow nick third place that'd be absurd well i'm curious because i mean they're gonna have heard it all week after that everton match they they were going to have just been had an earful from from the manager and yeah i expect a reaction against i think the they wolves. take that's it why to i don't wolves. like the wolves yeah because then <laughs> you get a pissed off chelsea and then a city that's gonna be out for blood yeah so yeah no. no, 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 not at all. Not for me. Yeah, City's going to yeah, be no mad the rest of the year. I, I, I think the league's theirs. This result to It'll, me, it might hinge on this this first game back to see how they react. Yeah, Newcastle. It's a curious yeah, one. A Newcastle one. against a tired City. Uh, it is curious. I, I agree with you. It's that's interesting. Yeah, they have the they have the tools to counter them. Um, it's just whether or not they put away those maybe yeah. one to three breakaways that they'll inevitably have. But yeah, it'll be a tricky one. I mean, it was for Liverpool. Yeah, as I as I said, I didn't like many Liverpool assets in that game. Right, right. Yeah, good it's old better Howe. at home, but yeah, good old Eddie Howe. All right, uh, let's see. Anything else? What? Any other? Um, any other sleepers we didn't mention? Any other you know streamers that uh, that are kind of low ownership that you want to shout out? Um, I will. Lookman is no, never mind. I don't like Lookman because <laughs> I don't think he's going to do. I don't think he's going to do both. Um, yeah, Lester's so tricky. I think James Justin might be the only one that has the possibility of doing both. Um, and I'm intrigued by him, but otherwise, um, like I said, it's the, it's the DGW of, of CDM. So your losers, your Granite Jockas, your Dougie Louise, although he's, he's been scoring very he's poorly. Crap. And he um, had, he didn't start. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. Um, so I, I don't care for him, but if he does start, he'd be intrigued. Betancourt is okay. Um, Got to think he's going to start both. Um, I like Callum Chambers. I think he played well last week. I think he keeps his spot. Um, it's going to be Ariel's against Burnley. Uh, he scores decently, so he should be available. I don't. I don't mind him. Um, I get a sneaky suspicion that Cedric might slot back in um, at left back. Um, so he might be a possibility. Never again. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not personally going to do it, but I'm over him. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Um, Plus, there's a there's a yeah, strong maybe. chance that he's terrible and comes off at 45. <laughs> yeah, maybe he gets stuck in the net. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
He seems like one of those guys that wouldn't succumb to the net. Right. <laughs> no, I think we I think we covered everybody else. Yeah. Let's uh before we we sign off, let's talk Manchester United cuz you had kind of mentioned them in sort of a, a a little side thought true or false um section here. So what are your thoughts on on their assets? Brentford in a single, Brighton in a single in 36, blanked in 37, and then Crystal Palace to end out the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's why I think that um, the majority of their assets are, are droppable um, and or you want to try and trade out the Brunos and Ronaldos of the world um, just because there's much better DGW assets this week. They blank next week and then Palace away with nothing to play for. I mean, are you really going to hold um, some of those guys during a, a blank when it's a, probably a must win and there's other um, better options available. Right. So that's why I think that, you know, you're dropping, I think almost all of them and you're trying to trade out Bruno and Ronaldo if anybody will have them. Yeah. that makes sense. Oh, and I said Brentford, didn't I? That was 35. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just Brighton blank and then Crystal Palace. Um, yep. which, which is even worse because there's a strong chance. Uh, I mean, Brighton have a habit of, of nicking a goal here and there, um, and, and ruining a clean sheet. I mean, Anybody who's banked on a clean sheet against Brighton knows exactly that that happens often. And Palace has been the exact same way this year, especially the second half of this season. So um, I'm I'm not. I mean, you have some teams that are that have five games in the span of two right. for United, and they're both away. Math. Yeah, against tricky tricky teams. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. Um. <laughs> If you can't trade them out, though, I mean, they're you're starting your Brunos, you're starting your Ronaldos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not in blank, but, really. But, <laughs> but yeah, probably dropping the others. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, anything, um, anything else? Just like thoughts in terms of, um, you know, we're I think we, we've talked this week to death, uh, but hopefully managers feel a little better prepared now, which is you know the goal. Um, but anything with an eye to thirty seven, thirty eight. Uh, to kind of prep people, at least tactically, maybe, you know, for their playoffs or um, for closing out the season strong? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like we've talked about, um, just really dissecting your, your lineup, figuring out who you're going to play and how many um, dispensable roster spots you have. And if you know that you're not going to start someone this week, um, and probably not next week. Why not drop them and stash a Palace or a Burnley um, or even a Wolves uh, in anticipation of, of 37? If you don't, then it's a completely wasted um, roster spot. So yeah. do the analysis right now. Figure out how many um, how many folks you have that are, that are droppable. And if it turns out over the weekend that um, lineups did go your way and you can drop those other folks try and get in um, your Tyreek Mitchells your Andersons your Eze's if they're available mm-hmm. um, um, Villa some, Assets some Wolves yeah Villa as well I like I like Wolves a lot because um, Norwich they have Norwich at home and I think folks 
will probably be scared of the DGW. They should be. So they should be available. Plus the shakeup in the back fours probably um, scared folks off of the likes of um, Ait Nori or Marcel. But given that Semedo's out for the year, um, one of them is going to start versus Norwich and mm-hmm. they're going to be money. Um, so, yeah, just kind of use those use those spots to prep accordingly and then yeah game week 38 is just a free-for-all so yeah you can't really plan for that at this point um yeah just take it game week by game week but if you can thread the needle and field the best roster you can this week but also stash folks for next then yeah that's the dream nice i like it all right man well um i will uh i'll see you in (laughs) i'll see you in like 48 hours yeah, dude. We'll Actually, less than that, even. Flush. Yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Crazy to think, man. All it took was a trip overseas for us to see each other face to face when we live five hours apart. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> We're going to make it happen, though. It's fine. Makes sense. I, I will yeah, get up to see you, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, have to, <laughs> I'll have to come down one of these days as well. Or we like meet in the middle in Virginia yeah. Beach or some shit. Or yeah, or meet uh, in Richmond to see Gavin because now that he's on board and we learned oh, yeah. that he's That's he right. lives there. That's amazing. Cool, uh, it's a cool town too. I haven't been in a while, but I've heard good things. It's nice, absolutely. Yeah. All right, buddy. Safe travels. Yeah, you too, man. And I will, I will catch uh, you uh, across the pond. Yeah, absolutely. We we may or may not um, record a pod while we're there. Uh, the plan is is two. Is to record one. I don't know how long it'll be. I don't know what kind of state we'll be <laughs> in, but um, the plan is to record a pod and uh, and we'll see what happens. I am bringing a couple of like lavalier microphones that we can use, and we'll see. Oh it could be a shit show. It, who knows? But we're gonna give it a shot. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh man! All right, listeners, um, get at us on Twitter. This is gonna be a week with a lot of questions. I'm sure. Uh, so go ahead and pose them to the community tag us on there we'll retweet it Um, let's get those questions out there and not only will we give you our thoughts on it but um, let's get some thoughts from the community from the brilliant minds who can weigh in on your your dilemmas so go ahead and tag us Uh, let's get some thoughts on that or even start a poll we'll obviously retweet it uh, and see if we can get as many votes as we can to help you out with your conundrums so get after us Uh, otherwise this has been the kpc and uh, we just thank you all for listening community we love you and we'll talk to you all soon Best of luck on this pivotal double game week. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers.